podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, your lovely host, and thank you guys so much for everyone who got back to me and gave me such awesome feedback about last week's episode. I was really excited because obviously it was my first interview, and I think it went okay. And guess what? We're going on to my second interview with Liza from the National Association of Tax Professionals because we're covering taxes again this week because they're important and they need to be covered a lot. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I could do a whole series on taxes, but I'm going to leave it to these two episodes. So next week will be different, I promise. This week's episode was so great. We got to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. I got to geek out about security, and we talked about all the different kind of things that you need to know when looking for a tax professional, and if you have someone doing your taxes, how to know if some, uh, some shady crap is going down. So I don't want to give away too many spoilers before going into it. This is really a, a fun conversation. She's wonderful. We're just going to throw right into it. Let's go. All right, so uh, I am here now with the lovely tax professional, Lisa, huh, see, I'm going to butcher it already, Liza Corbusier. Did I get that right this time? Corbusier, <laughs> yeah. Corbusier, I apologize. Um, yes, and you have graciously decided to give us, give us a little bit of your time to talk about taxes and tax professionals. That is correct. Uh, I will do my best to help you understand. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, well, yeah, we'll be here all night then. Um, uh, okay. So I just wanted to get started. We'll just, uh, if you could tell us what you do and like, you know, how did you get there? Well, my job title is income tax research specialist, but my main duty is when, say, you go to a tax professional mm -hmm. and you ask them a question, and if they're unsure about what they're doing or if the po it's a possibility, they call us and me and I as a researcher, we discuss with them if that is a possibility or not. Mm -hmm. And if, if for some reason I don't know off the top of my head, I research the income tax code and regulations to determine if it's a full possibility. Oh, wow. Okay. We also assist with education for your tax professional. So they call us for research questions and they also come to us for education. So we write the books that they use to maintain their education for tax professionals. Okay, excellent. And I don't think I said it up front, but when you say us, uh, what company, <laughs> the beautiful company that you work for? <laughs> I work for the National Association of Tax Professionals. Okay, perfect. Um, so we're a nonprofit organization that assists other tax professionals. Okay, excellent. Because I'm sure there's just so much tax code, no one can possibly get their head all the way around it. Uh, that is absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> so how um, how does how does one find yourself in a position of like of like this? Was what kind of what kind of schooling did you go through to get here? Just curious. My journey. I can tell you my journey. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is your journey? I, my journey is I actually started off um, doing multiple jobs, uh, retail, bartending, you name mm -hmm. it. But it started off where I had just left my ex-husband. Mm. I had a child and we were still married. And I went to the person who was preparing my return for us as we were married and asked him to prepare my return now that we were separated. Mm -hmm. And he filed us married filing separate. And before I brought my information to him, I wanted to know for myself what my options were for myself and my son. So 
I did a little digging and looked up the different tax filing statuses on my own before I brought my information to him. And he filed me as married filing separately, which really is the worst tax status you can file. It it, it gives you the least amount of benefits. Oh, wow. I went back to him and I said, I think I should be head of household because I maintain this house for myself and my son and I pay all the expenses associated. Um, at that time, we I wasn't receiving child support. So whatever I earned was going towards maintaining my house and taking care of my son. And he says, after going back and looking at it, he goes, yeah, you are correct. I should have filed you as head of household. And he says, maybe you should work for me. Oh, wow. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> he sent me to the H&R Block tax course, which doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And I did that, um, passed the tests, got my little certification that they give out, started preparing for him, just basic tax returns. In the meantime, I was working retail job and my boss had me doing the accounting basic accounting for them and she told me I should go back to school to be an accountant. Well, I went back to school to be an accountant and excelled in the tax portion of it. So I finished my associate degree. A couple months later, I ended up, I got the job here. Oh, wow. That's, that's quite a journey. <laughs> I like that's That's excellent. I love that. The taxes since 2005 to now. So I've been here since 2008. Um, Started with my associate degree in accounting, just finished my bachelor's degree in accounting. Congratulations. Um, last March, and hopefully this May, I go to get my master's in income tax. Ooh, good luck. So <laughs> that is my journey. That's how I got here. Well, that that is an excellent journey, and I and I... I love the message always with, with people going back to school because, you know, sometimes, and I mean, I qualify as one of those. Sometimes you, you go back to yeah. school. You just have to do what you got to do. You, you know, sometimes our brains aren't fully formed when we're 20 and we don't make all the right decisions. So Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into some meats and bones here. All right. So when uh, someone is filing, like, just by themselves – you know, without a tax professional, is there any sort of just general advice that you would like to like to dole out? Um, what I like to tell my clients is we are great. Uh, tax professionals are a great resource. Mm -hmm. um, they will assist you in any way they possibly can. Whether you want to file on your own, which is perfectly fine using the software that's out there to free file your tax return. However, free filing is great if all you have is a W-2, maybe you're, not a, you're no longer dependent of your parents, you're no longer covered by their health insurance. Fine. If you just have a W-2, use those. By all means, use the free tax software that's out there. Mm -hmm. Or going to Walmart and buying the tax software to download on your system. However, if for some reason you find yourself getting documents in the mail that are marked tax document important and you don't know what it is, you need to go see a tax professional. Because the questions that they ask, say on TurboTax or Tax Act, if you just look at them maybe even one word wrong, it could change your whole tax return and cause maybe 
notices to come or possible an audit, mm -hmm. which then you need to go see a tax professional to assist you with that. So you'd need to see one anyway. So just, exactly. just start out going to see one. And like I say to people, you know, interview tax preparers. You can sit down and say, if you're not sure about who to see, ask your parents who they see. Maybe go with, make an appointment with their professional first. Have them look at your information, ask them a few questions about your tax return that maybe you're completely unsure of, and go with what they're saying. You know, go with your gut. If you don't feel comfortable, see and make an appointment with another professional. You don't have to always go with the first person that you see. Oh, yeah, and you got to be comfortable with the person that's going to be, well, handling your money and your... Exactly. Yes. Um, so if, if, say, I'm... You know, I'm just sitting here, like, I don't know, like, if, if my parents don't have a tax person and I've decided that I need one and I have no connections, how how would someone go about finding a tax professional? There is an online service that records all of PTIN holders, which a PTIN is needed. It's a preparer's tax identification number. It's a number that we are required as professionals to maintain to be able to prepare tax returns. It's kind of a record of all the preparers out there. And there's a service that allows you to go through in your area and pick out professionals, say, 10 miles from your house, 15 miles from your house. Not necessarily saying that we are backing them up as excellent preparers, but it's a start. Pick a number, pick someone who's close to you and go there, do an interview. I always call it a mock interview. You know, you walk in the door, make an appointment and sit down and ask a few questions. If they're not willing to answer your questions, then you need to go to the next person. You know, pick three or four people, set up appointments and pick the one that you feel most comfortable with. Oh, yeah, that's and honestly, I'd give that advice for life about anything you're looking for. Anybody. <laughs> Just shop exactly. around doctors, a lawyers. Oh, yeah. Doctors, <laughs> lawyers. Definitely shop around a little bit. Figure out what what fits you. There's. There's lots of them out right. there. So excellent. Um, are there any sort of like red flags? Like if you're sitting down with someone and they start talking about, I don't know, something, is there something that they could be saying to you that you should be like, I need to leave. I need to, this isn't going to work out. This person is not either for me or this, this isn't, you know, this isn't kosher. A red flag would be if they say to you, I'll prepare a return and, um, but I'm not going to sign it. Or I don't feel comfortable putting my PTIN number on the bottom of this return. Or they don't have a PTIN number. Interesting. Um, the next thing, another thing would be if for some reason they say that everybody gets this expense on the return. Just hypothetically, I give everybody this deduction. Mm -hmm. That is a huge red flag. Not everybody has the same deductions. Everybody has different expenses. Everybody has different deductions. Everybody has different credits. There's no two tax returns that are exactly the same. Interesting. I, and that all that that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I wouldn't think to look for the uh, for the number or if they said that they weren't going to sign it, that wouldn't have even occurred to me. Um, if they don't want to sign it, what is that? It's like, what's that mean? Does that mean they just that don't want that, them to track back to them? That means that exactly they don't want the IRS to know that they prepared that tax return. They want you to pay them to excuse me to prepare the return, but they don't want the IRS to know that they did. Ooh, okay, so yeah, that's pretty shifty. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Now, and I know when, like when we re when uh, I reached out to to arrange this, uh, one of the big things uh, I know that 
you and I both wanted to talk about is how identity theft plays into tax filing. It does. Um, the IRS has actually a section on their website, tips for taxpayers who are victims of identity theft and their tax returns. So that is an excellent resource. And we tell a lot of our members that to you know, print this, show this to your clients, indicate to them, okay, this is where you start. If you notice that you have identity theft, this is what you start. But there are ways to prevent it or to minimize your risk. And the IRS has a list out there that they use as tips for protecting you from becoming a victim of that identity theft. So their number one thing is never, ever, ever carry your social security card in your wallet. Never. Oh, yeah. That needs to be locked up somewhere in a safe that nobody can get into, preferably fireproof. Ah, yes. <laughs> Along with your other personal documents, your birth certificates, any loans that you may have, anything that has your social security number on it that may be found had your house been broken into. Never leave any personal documents just laying around, uh-huh. ever. That's, I, I approve of that advice. We talked about this two podcasts ago. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> Another one is, you know, every 12 months or less, at least uh, the least amount, every 12 months, check your uh, credit report. Every 12 months. There are free things that you can go on every month if you choose to to check your credit score but always check your credit report with the the three different credit bureaus Mm -hmm. they give you free ones every 12 months that tells you exactly what's on your credit report yeah you definitely need to check those just in case someone's you know quietly lifted one of your credit cards always 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 protect your personal computers with firewalls spam antivirus update security patches change passwords all the time here, we change our password every three months yep. or more. That's how my work Depends does it, on if you want That's to. how my work does yeah. it, too. Um, don't give out your personal information over the phone. If somebody calls and tells you that you owe money to the IRS, that is a fraudulent phone call. The IRS will never, ever call you. They will always send you a letter in the mail. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah just, uh, I, I know that scam started going around my town. <laughs> I think it was last year. Oh, or the it's year, been year, everywhere. And I know like two people that I worked with got called. Like their mothers, actually their mothers got called. So they were targeting little old ladies, which is just atrocious. But yes, yeah, so oh, IRS calls. Oh, I was now. called. Oh, wow. I had five of them. Oh, wow. With five calls in the space of a month. Wow. Finally, I, I I got on the phone. And I said, oh, really? I owe money to the IRS? Yes. <laughs> oh, Really? Can you tell me how I owe this money? No, we cannot. The IRS does not give out that information. I said, the IRS does not, also does not call you. Thank you for your time. And I hung up the phone. Oh, wow. Apparently they don't vet their, uh, vet their <laughs> targets very well, do they? <laughs> oh, wow. No, they don't. Oh, yeah. So those are the uh, huge risk factors. You know, it's just maintaining and securing all of your personal identification numbers, everything, keeping it so that just watching what you do. And then, like I said, the number one thing, I know as a kid, my mom handed me my social security card, and the first thing I wanted to do was put it in my wallet because I was 18, and my mom (laughs) finally handed me this card. It's my identification. I'm so happy. Yeah. And my mom said, okay, now that you saw it, give it back. (laughs) (laughs) Give it out and take it away. (laughs) And And she showed me. She says, we're going to the store, and we're buying you your first safe. 
So we went to the store and we bought a safe. And she said, these are the documents you put in here. She gave me my birth certificate. She gave me my social security card. And she gave me some other documents. I think it was my first car loan document mm-hmm. that she had on. She kept for me. So when I turned 18, everything went in that safe. And that was my birthday present. Happy birthday. Here's responsibility. <laughs> Don't lose this. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, okay. So obviously I did that very passionate subject for you. I could tell. And, and me too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always just shocked when I find out that people, oh yeah, well, uh, so-and-so called and I just gave them all this information because they called them like, no, they wouldn't have called you. Stop that. Right. Don't, they don't call. And if they do, and, and what I've found that works really well is if they call and they're trying to, and they're trying to seem, and they really seem convincing and you're not really sure, um, ask them for a number to call back and then call like the company and be like, Hey, what number is this? Is this something that I should be concerned about? Right. That's a, that's a good thing to tell people, you know, cause a lot of times if they are fishing for your information, they will say they will either hang up the phone mm-hmm. or they will give you a different fraudulent phone number. Yes. That will give you to somebody else. That'll bring you back to them. Right. But you know, the IRS looks at it as, Okay, if you were the victim of identity theft, they give you a few ideas of what to do or how you find out if you were a victim of identity theft. And one of them is more than one tax return was filed for you. So hypothetically, you went to go file your tax return and they said, oh, somebody already used that number. Somebody already used that social security number. Yeah. Please prove this is you. Ooh. Or all of a sudden you have a balance due, but you never filed a tax return in your life or never had to. Mm -hmm. Or you're in collection and you've never filed. Or the next one is you have a refund offset. So next year, say you're 18 and you didn't have a job yet. So when you turn 19, you get this job and you make enough money and you file your first tax return to get your refund. And all of a sudden you get this notice um, we offset your refund by X amount of dollars from your 2015 tax return. And you say to yourself, I never filed a tax return. How do I have a refund offset? Mm. <laughs> Somebody use your social yeah. security number, file a tax return Ooh. for you. That's, that'd be a bad day. That just sounds like a bad day. No. <laughs> <laughs> or a re- an IRS record that indicates you received more wages than you actually earned. So all of a sudden you have all this money out there in your name. Say you never worked at Taco Bell, but you have a W-2 hanging out there from Taco Bell. Mm. Because somebody didn't have a social security card or social security number. So they just took yours. They just typed in a bunch of numbers and and it happened to be yours. And it happened to be you. Or they went somewhere and purchased a social security number from someone. Happened to be yours. And you never worked before. So, hey, that number is hanging out there because you're a child. Oh, that's... They went and got a job in your name. Oh, this is a reoccurring nightmare I have all the time. And then they never... And and then they never filed their tax return because they're, you know, it's an illegally obtained number. Oh, that makes sense. So now... So now you go and you have all these statements from the IRS that say, oh, where's your tax return? We filed this tax return for you. Here's how much you owe us. Oh. So then you go through the process of informing the IRS somebody stole your identity. Oh, 
But uh, yeah, that just seems like a bad phone call. Dear IRS, hi. Right. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, there's a phone number that you call for identity protection specialized unit. It's a one eight hundred number, and then they try, they go through questions to secure that that is really you, and these this is fraudulent information that is not you. Interesting. And wait, what? Okay, so when they say their questions, like usually like with passwords, it's like, what's your pet's first name? Like, what kind of it's every person is different. Okay. They take steps to secure your information so that nothing else can be out there in this number. Okay. And then when you do file your tax return, they obtain, they create a number for you to specially file your tax return to indicate to them, this is really you. Gotcha. And then each year they issue you a new number that you use only to file your tax return. So the IRS knows I am filing my return. This is me. This is really my income. This is really my W-2. Uh, and I was at, so when when you have like a tax professional, it's like your identity got spoofed and they did that. Is that something that tax professionals can help you with or are you kind of on your own with the IRS? They can assist you. Um, a lot of times the IRS will just tell you. They'll, they'll allow you to sit with the tax professional and call in and ask questions. They'll say, we need them. We need you specifically to fill out this form. We need you specifically to give us all the information. But your tax professional can sit with you and assist you with mm -hmm. it. They aren't going to be able to – their best bet is to sit there with them and do it with them because you then know exactly what's going on right. the whole step of the way. But if you feel comfortable with your tax professional to assist you, that is perfectly fine. But a lot of professionals will ask you to sit in the office with them while they talk to the IRS with you. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, well, that's that's a that's a lot of awesome awesome information. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm and this is all actually on IRS.gov. And I will actually the the tips for taxpayers that you mentioned. I'm gonna have that and I'm gonna link it in my my notes <laughs> so people can find it because this is I mean it's Perfect. it's so easy for people to steal your information like exactly. alarmingly easy. Um, and those are just the, 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 how do I put this? The easiest things to do, the things that are just, okay, if I'm going to do this, if I want to have, if I'm going to be an adult now, I need to do this. And the first thing you say is I buy my first safe or even a parent, the first thing they can give to their child when they turn 18, like my mom did mm -hmm. a fireproof safe and then sit down with them and say, these are the things you should put in your fireproof safe. Yes. And here's a key. I'll keep the other key. Yeah. Uh, my just yeah. in case. My husband. <laughs> my husband works in network security, so there's a lot of this is what we're doing about passwords, and this is how the firewall works, right. and these are the things that you exactly. can and cannot put on your laptop. So we this household's very big on safes and firewalls. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So. Um, here too. Yeah, right. We deal with lots of people's information, so oh. we are very. You know. Yeah, that's oh, that's a lot of. I I think that that amount of information, like right up there with like medical records, like that would just the idea of that much information being protected just stresses me out so much. I'm just like, oh no. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it would be. I uh, I don't envy our IT people. Oh no no no. <laughs> oh, those poor poor guys. Um. So okay. So all right. So downshift in here, um, I did want to ask you, like, when, like, people who are filing for the first time, like, because obviously it's one of the first things you want to do. You're like, I'm filing my tax returns for the first time. I'm an adult. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> they kind of like go into it really easy. I just saw that apparently the TurboTax app at the very end of it, if you use your phone, you can take a selfie with a Snapchat filter that says first time filer, which is a thing. That just sounds so bad. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, why would you want to inform every crook out there that you just filed your first tax return? I, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, maybe I'm have a really bad way of looking at things and I look at the bad parts of you know security and we've been pushing identity theft and pushing everything to protect yourself to me taking a picture telling the world that you prepared your first tax return oh may not be the best idea oh yeah so okay so <laughs> so other than the rampant identity theft that is plaguing plaguing apparently a whole bunch of kids tweeting their uh selfies that they filed what uh, do you have any advice for just you know the fir- you know 18 you know full of eagerness ready to file their own taxes do you have any advice for just getting in there the first time um ask questions mm-hmm. and if you're doing it on your on your own like i said before make sure you read every single word of those questions that they ask you and if you are unsure Save the return, write down the questions you're not sure of, and either ask someone who's already prepared the return several times, maybe a parent, or have your parents contact their their professional, or go with your parents to the professional and say, these are the questions that were asked. I'm really not sure the answer. Can you explain to me what they're looking for? Just questions are not bad. Yes. Everybody should ask lots of questions. If you don't know, someone will help you get to that answer. It may not be the first person you ask, but it could be the fourth person, the second person, the tenth person, but someone will get you that answer. Yeah. And don't just go with your gut because sometimes the gut answer is, you know, a lot of people say go with your gut, but sometimes in tax, your gut is not the right answer. Yeah, taxes aren't the times you should be shooting from the hip. Like, <laughs> no, uh, here we go. Sure, why not? <laughs> you need to know exactly the right answer. Yes. Oh yeah, that's if you don't understand something like that taxes especially is not a time you need to be playing the I think I understand game. Oh no, uh, answer C. No, don't ever just <laughs> when you fill. This is not like filling out a test. You're not sure. You just fill in letter C for the right. answer. And, it's not multiple choice. And you even kind of <laughs> said it at the beginning that you know sometimes your tax professional doesn't know, so they have to call someone else, and they eventually get to right. you. And sometimes you don't know, so no one exactly. knows. So everyone's asking questions. Taxes is it's no time to be a hero about taxes. Ask a question if you need to. You'll eventually get the answer. Exactly. Excellent. All right. So, all right. So I just kind of want to know, because I'm always curious about other people's professions, what's the your favorite thing about what you do? The actual research. Oh, yeah? It's a puzzle to me. I enjoy puzzles. My That's how my brain functions. My brain functions to find the hardest answer to to this the most difficult puzzle there is and that's what tax is excellent well that really informs the last answer too so yeah (laughs) i'm out there to find the most buried answer to the most difficult question that is what i enjoy i'm imagining like the tax books are all in this like game of thrones (laughs) library and you've got this giant tome (laughs) and you're searching through it i found the answer Actually, I am the library manager. I manage our library uh, and order books and define different manuals and 
I'm always out there looking for the best resource for us oh. every time. You love what you do, don't right. you? I love this. I, do. I love this. Oh, I do. I love what I do. I've been doing it for here. I've been here almost nine years. Um, I've been doing taxes for 12 years since my son was born. And it's, I've done, like I said, multiple jobs. I was in retail. I was a bartender. I worked at a gas station. I love helping people. So every job I've ever done was helping someone. Mm -hmm. And this one is like, to me, the ultimate help of someone. You're helping maintain somebody's financial future. Oh, that's, that's excellent. I'm, I'm sorry. I just love it when I talk to people who are like really passionate about their profession. It makes me really excited for you. And it's just, it's a passion of mine is finding people who are passionate. Is that strange? Um, I don't think so excellent. because everybody that we talk to every day is passionate about what they do. Excellent. All right. So, and, and all right. So my, my last question is to feed into the last one, but you know, like what would you say to someone who's looking to get into the tax profession and like as a career, like any advice? I talk to other people that I work with, my coworkers that are also researchers that are, you have to have a thick skin. Mm -hmm. You have to have a mindset of, can you work out a puzzle? Because the taxes really are a puzzle. You know, there's exceptions to the exceptions to the exception to the rule. Mm. There is a rule, but each one of those rules has an exception and you have to dig to find that exception. Because you're maintaining and helping your client to the best of your ability. And if you are one of those people that loves puzzles and loves people and loves numbers, because, you know, it's not just like accounting. Taxes are for, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> there, it is not. It's not accounting. You're not filling out financial statements. You are to get to the answers, but tax accounting and actual accounting are really two different animals. Tax accounting takes the bookkeeping and changes it a little to get to the actual allowable things for tax returns. But people think, well, you're an accountant. All you do is stare at numbers all day. I don't. I stare at words all day. <laughs> words that tell me, okay, this number is okay to go on the return or this number can't go on the return. Not, I may be a researcher for tax, but I also prepare. So I take the knowledge I have from you know the research I do and help my client with the numbers that go on their tax return. That's excellent. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to say before, before we have to go? Most of, you know, I, I, my parents were older when I was born, so I have older brothers and sisters. So of the 19 nieces and nephews I have, all of them are millennials. Mm -hmm. So I've been teaching millennials what to do since they were little <laughs> helping them with their tax returns and helping them with their financial situations it's just something that I've always done it to me teaching people to become adult as you say mm -hmm. is what I was born to do besides doing tax returns <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it so, so for what you're doing yes I think it's extremely important because a lot of people, you know, like you said, the first thing they do is they stare blankly at their W-2 and go, I don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> and that's what we're here for. All of us. So there it is, guys. 
there's everything you need. Well, there's not everything you need to know. There's a lot of things that you could know about taxes. I hope you learned some stuff because I know I did. This is always very exciting. I love, as you hear, as you heard me geek out a little bit, I love talking to people who are passionate about their jobs. Honestly, if you're very passionate about your job and you have something to teach some adults, get a hold of me. I would love to talk to you. Speaking of getting a hold of me, let me tell you how. <gasps> Sponsors, if you're listening, you could have segues like that for your very own. All right, so guys, if you want to get a hold of me, my email is learntoadult at gmail.com. You can also get a hold of me on Twitter at learntoadult. You can check out the website. It's where I post all the links for the upcoming episodes. I also post the YouTube links, www.learntoadult.com. It's where all the fun stuff happens. There's also a Pinterest page. There's all kinds of stuff. If you search Learn to Adult, you'll probably find me. Just look for my awesome little emoticon that I drew. I'm very proud of it, and I hope you all enjoy it. So if you guys have any questions or comments, please reach out to me on Twitter or email. So if you're liking this episode and you're listening on iTunes, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, leave a review because that really helps me, again, get the word out there. It really does make me feel really nice and warm and fuzzy inside getting a review. Hey, man, even if it's a three-star review and you just say, hey, I think she's all right. It's going to make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. So thank you everybody for joining me, and I hope you'll join me next week for some equally as exciting, super fun stuff. And Dan, if you're listening to this while you're running, like, 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 like. Yay! All right, I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!